Well, I think now being number one in the AP pool, we're going to have a big target on the Michigan State Spartans basketball team's back. And I think the past three or four games, we've been playing some lower tier teams. So blowing them out, loading up on cupcakes, as they say. But now getting into Big Ten play, we're going to play, you know, the main, the meat of our schedule. So, you know, looking at teams like Maryland, Ohio State, Rutgers, they might not have the best records at the time, but they're going to give us, they're going to give Michigan State their all being, you know, the number one seed and they want to have add that to their resume. So, you know, we always talk about whenever we get asked this question, you know, we say, we say how we love Melissa in the sense that Melissa was somebody that we all knew for years prior. So, you know, it was hard having her leave, but once Leah came, I mean, it was amazing. It was a whole new vibe. And, you know, we're, we're trying to win a championship here, and we know Leah's going to get us there. And we knew how great of a coach she was, how great of a person, how she is. And we knew when she came here that, like, we're going to give her everything we have and we're going to, you know, take this team to a new level. I had a chance to talk to Tariq Cohen. He said that the entire city of Chicago right now believes that there is something more that this team needs to do still. The hunger is certainly there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Andy Reid's been a guy who obviously is well-respected, who's had a long, successful career up until this point, and that the one thing he was missing before Sunday was that Super Bowl win. So now he's got it. Shocking. I wouldn't say drafting Io DeSumo takes the Bulls to the next level by any means, but just the fact that he ended up in their lap in the second round, I think was a huge blessing for this franchise and that he's got the chance to develop and be a really important key role player for this team in the future. Uh, wife and kiddo, uh, my oldest is seven and another one's five. And so they're getting to be where they can you know, kind of put their input or, you know, they, of what city they like. And my wife to be comfortable, too, with where we're going because she's part of this journey as well. And I am a free agent, and I, I haven't decided yet this uh, for this upcoming season. And, you know, it's a little bit, being in the offseason, it's a little bit nerve-wracking getting prepared and not having a team. But, <laughs> but it is what it is, you know. I'll just uh, keep enjoying the ride. As long as somebody wants me, I'll, I'll definitely be playing somewhere. So, Hey, this is Nate Jones, Major League Baseball player. Hey, everyone, it's Luke Stuckmeyer. This is Neil Doyle. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 to score, and ISU Redbird alum. Hey, everybody, Marcus Grant. Hey, this is Alex Dolaner. Hey, Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. It's now time. It's now time. It's now time. It's now time for the fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. And here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 66th episode of the Sports Podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farley here with you tonight on June 12th, 2022, welcoming you to the 66th episode of Will's 5th Quarter Special. I'm your host for a special edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk where we talk baseball and it's about a team that has World Series aspirations this year. Came uh, out getting knocked out of the playoffs uh, each of the last two years, and it's the Chicago White Sox. Uh, facing a lot of injuries, uh, they just had one today that we'll update you on during the interview portion of the show as well. And we we got to talk about how you know they can try and bounce back. You know, give Wheels of Course Special fans hope that this team, uh, despite the rough start, can still have things in the right direction. So the segment that usually starts the show, Wheels Score Trivia, is currently. Not on episodes as of right now, but we'll be back moving forward. So be tuned in for future Will's Fifth Quarter Trivia questions on future Will's Fifth Quarter Special episodes and all our other content moving forward. Now I'll head into the interview portion of the show, and 
We're bringing on someone that's talked about the White Sox with us before. His name's Tom Pappas. You've probably heard him on episodes before on this podcast. Does a real good job talking White Sox baseball, and he's going to help me talk about, you know, just the impact of the injuries this year. Uh, There's been a lot of controversy around Tony La Russa as the manager. I mean, they were yelling, fire Tony, chance at the game this weekend, so we're going to talk about what's going on with that. We're going to talk about some of the things the White Sox need to fix. You know, maybe finding a second baseman around July or soon, that solution maybe in-house before you go trade for someone. Bullpen is a bit of an issue as well, so we're going to talk about that. Here is my interview with Tom Pappas. Tom Pappas here on Will's Fifth Quarter Special, Episode 66. Tom, you've been on the show before. Welcome back to Wilson's Score Special, man. How you been doing lately? Hey, Will. Thanks for having me. Having a great time over here. Yeah, I think a lot of White Sox fans, uh, like the both of us here, are just really, I think, a lot of words right now. Um, but due to FCC rules, we're going to keep the words at a certain spot. Um, you know, just annoy, I think, is the key word. Uh, confused, concerned, hopeful. There's a lot of words in the minds of White Sox fans. So where this team was expected to be, uh, it's still possible, but they're projected to try and win the World Series, yet there are a few games under 500 in third place as we're looking at the standings today, five games back of Minnesota, who's in first, two games back coming into today of Cleveland. So tell me what your thoughts are on the White Sox uh, up to this point. I'd say nothing short of disappointed right now. Obviously, didn't foresee all, like, all of these injuries. So in the word that you're using, confused and concerned about all these injuries popping up. Because we like it's the same thing with last year where, you know, we haven't been able to have our core on the same field at the same time when they had Mankata, Abreu, Anderson, Grandal, and all those in my, all those guys on the field at the same time. They were like 20 and two. And it's just insane that we can't get them out there. And here we are again, where Eloy's not in the field. Uh, Robert comes back, but Anderson's back off the field. Uh, Lance Lynn's finally coming back on Tuesday since being out since since April. So it's just concerning that the injuries keep popping up. Oh, Kopech went out today. So hopefully that's nothing too serious right there. Um, Confused in the decision-making that Tony LaRusso is making. Because you're confused on how he's making these like stupid decisions, and he has two World Series uh, championships under his belt, so that's where we're confused. And then hopeful because come All Star break, it should be an easier schedule in the second half of the season after the All Star break, and so in just coming down in the home stretch, we should be able to put it together with everyone back. Yeah, so I want to break this down. Uh, you're starting with the most important part, you know, kind of disappointing. Let's start with the big elephant in the room. Now, we knew when there was a short spring training after a 99-day lockout in the off season, you would expect that some players would get a little more injured than usual. And I, I'm sure you can agree with me. Of all the teams in Major League Baseball, the White Sox so far this year have had the worst luck with the injury bug. Sadly, the baseball guys have given the Sox so much injury concerns and situations. So to update Will's, of course, special fans today, um, as Tom mentioned early on here in this interview on episode 66, Michael Kopech left the first inning after getting two outs in the first inning today against Texas Rangers. 
he was diagnosed with right knee discomfort, according to experts, and will be evaluated Monday. But, Tom, i got to be honest about the Kopech one just to start since it's the most current injury we're dealing with right now on the side of the White Sox. does not look as serious as some may seem. You know, he was able to walk off on it. He was pretty annoyed. So I feel like that one is concerning, but maybe it was more precautionary. You know, discomfort, soreness. I think discomfort is a little less severe than soreness because if he's sore, you would have seen it when he's walking off, maybe need help walking off. So hopefully that's a good sign. But all these injuries, you know, Tim Anderson, yes, Lance Lynn and Eloy are going to be back soon. But they just put Aaron Bummer on the IL for a second time this year, uh, earlier today. And I believe that was a latch ring. You've had Moncada on the IL already. Um, you know, so many injuries to these key players. How much do you think this injury bug has impacted this team? I'd say it's pretty significant where everyone wants to put it on LaRusso initially, and that's your knee-jerk reaction. But when you're sitting here looking, like, with the team that, you know, he's been given. And I like, you know, all of the guys on the team. They play hard out there. But not having your that you've been bragging out about to every, you know, fan that will listen to you. Very difficult to, you know, put something together when you essentially are putting all your utility guys out there and asking them to put up the numbers that the starters are should be putting up, but they're not out there to because they're injured. Yeah, and I'm going to give a game update to Wilson for special fans as we are currently taping episode 66. The White Sox are in the 11th inning against Texas Rangers. Texas has just hit a three-run homer in the top, bottom of the 11th, or top of the 11th, sorry. Uh, they now lead the White Sox in the top of the 11th, 6-3. So, like we're talking about right there, disappointing, but also that you can see right now with that game update, the way injuries are impacting this ball club. And I think it will improve. I mean, we've seen the White Sox come through injuries last year, most of the year losing Igor and Robert. So, I think they they have said in updates, Tim Anderson is coming back strong. Uh, you know, he's a, he's been taking ground balls. He's been with the team, supporting them. So that's good for morale. But I think that injury is going to come through just fine. You know, Tim Anderson's a good athletic player. I think we'll see him in the next week too. Eloy should be starting his rehab stint in Charlotte that was halted that I think I've heard should be started early this week, pretty soon, the next few days. And we're getting Lance Lynn back on Tuesday. So, yes, Kopech might be out for maybe missing a start, too, at the worst. But we're getting Lance Lynn back. That's a definite big deal. I want to get into the Larusa thing. You know, Tony Larusa, as we mentioned, Hall of Fame manager. He has won the World Series many times before. Um, his most recent one before he came back for a second state with the White Sox back in 2011 with uh, St. Louis during the 2010-2011 seasons. So, Tom, the one-two count, we have to talk about that uh, on the airwaves here with Wilson Corps Special Fans because a lot of us are wondering why that was done. I mean, I think Jason Benetti and Steve Stone handled it well with their approach on the air, uh, but a, a lot of fans are questioning it. And I think that's one of the biggest things. I mean, Tony's been under fire already this year, um, but this kind of just almost puts the nail in the coffin. I mean, a one-two count and you walk a player in Trey Turner, when you could have easily gotten him out with strike three and, you know, smart baseball terms, and then you give it to Max Muncy to hit a home run. I mean, what were your thoughts on that dreaded one-two intentional walk call that probably will be baffling baseball fans for many years to come? 
I think it's it's baffling for Tony being such an old school guy because I think like the old school mentality doesn't really look at like statistics that much where it's like oh it's an 0 and 2 count let's intentionally walk him because we know how you know these stats are saying that he's good at a 1 and 2 count and the next guy up is not good against lefties like i feel like an old school mentality is like you know we're just going to play better baseball than you you want to be the better team then you're going to go out and you got two strikes you better strike him out so that's why it was confusing for you know tony to you know hindsight just mess up like that and that's why everyone's confused because you're thinking, you know, one and two count, let's just go out and after him and get him. So none of this intentionally walking stuff over here. And it's, you know, baffling. And he's, I think that mistake right there put him on really thin ice, especially seeing since Joe Girardi and Joe Madden just got fired. And those are two World Series champion uh, managers right there who have the top three players in the league with Joe Madden having Otani and Mike Trout. And then you got Joe Girardi, who's got um, Bryce Harper on his team. And you're thinking it's like, if those guys aren't, you know, bulletproof with those guys on their team. And it's like, why is Tony bulletproof with, you know, you know, hindsight, you know, with the guys that are on our team, I'll talk about them all the live long day, but you know, they're not, talked about as much as Trout, Harper, and Otani. And you're like, why is Tony still here, you know, making mistakes like that while the other guys are just out? Yeah, and I I think I I, I do want to give Tony the benefit of the doubt. I think you said it right, Um, and a lot of fans will hear that on here, that you can't really blame the manager uh, for injured players and the way things are going. You can blame him for that call, though and some other ones he's made in terms of bad lineup setups. I mean, giving guys a chance, yeah, but I think Lurie Garcia is pretty washed up, to be honest. Uh, I think he's more of a bench player than a starter. Harrison is pretty much same level, yet they gave him $4 million thinking he could be a starter. He hasn't measured up to that. But you have a guy in Danny Mendick who I think, when you have Tim Anderson come back within the next two weeks after his rehab this week, or could come back even sooner, depending on how the rehab goes over in Charlotte, you could put a Danny Mendick over second base, swinging a good bat as he has before in his White Sox career since being called up to majors a few years ago. Uh, just kind of looking at the stats right now, Tom, to update the Wills score special fans. Uh, it's gotten better. I mean, a Breeze batting 252, on base 351, TA one healthy 356, Berger 280, Pollock's better, and Robert, even Engel and... Vaughn and McGuire, but some of the key guys, though, like Moncada, uh, Gavin Sheets, which is why he got sent down, wasn't batting too well, choking a lot of situations. Grandal is batting abysmal for his $18 million contract. But let's talk about the big positive, burger time in Chicago. That man has been just swinging the bat. It's such a good story. You know, he went through a lot of injury troubles, came up to the majors, and started off well within the last years. But I think this is the year where Jake Burger's telling White Sox fans, I don't want to be sent down to AAA again. I want to be here as long as I can on the city of Chicago. Boy, can Jake Berger hit, Tom. Just incredible what he's done for this team so far. Feels like he's really jump-started that offense the way fans hoped for. Yeah, I love seeing Berger out there talking about, you know, guys that have been, like, up and down. They just brought up Sevi Zavala and disappointed with him 
in where he could have got on base today's game and he was, you know, not exploding out of the box and got, you know, thrown out with Marcus Simeon, um, you know, bobbled the ball. But we're talking about Jake Berger here. I actually have the lineup. Um, You know, we're talking about, you know, subpar play by like, you know, is he setting a good lineup here? This is the lineup from uh, when they played the Cubs uh, a couple weeks back, that Saturday game they lost and starting off with, Anderson, Harrison, Vaughn, Abreu, and Grandal, and it's like 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 1 for 3, 0 for 2, and then at the bottom of the lineup, we got Jake Berger, 3 for 3, had a home run that game, so Jake Berger's playing like he wants to be in the majors, and he doesn't, you know, he's not planning on going to AAA anytime soon, so happy to see that out there, and hopefully, you know, some of that can spark for the rest of the guys to get their act together. Yeah, I mean, I, I like what you're saying about that. And I want to add this about those batters I was talking about uh, with you there. A.J. Pops a veteran, so we knew he was going to get it going. It's just, you know, he's not used to the AL very much, and just credit to him. When he wasn't hitting the bat well earlier in the year, the thing I liked about him is he was still making some a majority uh, correct plays on defense, which is what you need right now uh, from an A.J. Pollock. Uh Getting into the next point of it, you know, the pitching's been incredible. Uh, you know, a lot of credit to Dylan Cease. And, you know, Johnny Cueto, you know, yes, he did give up a home run today and another start, but he's done pretty well. Uh, I think a pitcher I found really interesting seeing the other night again is Davis Martin. I think they should have kept him up and maybe dropped down Jimmy Lambert. I like a Davis Martin coming up from AAA. It seems like that kid got really good control as a rookie, which in a rookie pitcher is hard to find. But let's talk about Lucas Giolito right now. Uh, I, I think that's my biggest concern, um, you know, with his stats as well. And, you know, between those starters, which one has maybe concerned you the most and which one has stood as like, hey, that guy's going to really help the Sox in a big way this year. He's taking like that big step forward. I'd say out of those guys, I'm very confident into them. Um, the only guy that I would say that I was concerned about is Dallas Keuchel. I had the, uh, you know, the honor of seeing his last game pitched for the White Sox when a Thursday night game against the Red Sox and let up like eight runs in the first three innings. And I was like, how is this guy still on the team? But it's like after, you know, they have a good outing, uh, Giolito, you know, I'd say he, he doesn't concern me as much as like when someone comes in to relieve him, that's when I get concerned. It's like, all right, he, you know, went five innings, six innings. Can the other guys, like, pick up the slack? Can the offense, like, hold them and then, uh, you know, get some more insurance and the defense, can they hold them? Um, so I wouldn't be concerned about any starting pitchers right now, just, like, the relief coming in. And obviously, you know, Hendricks has been up and down uh, this year. He's kind of on a hot streak right now. So just the relief, uh, you know, starting pitchers, Johnny Cuarto, uh, you know, Keep up the good work on that one, I would say. Yeah. Um, and we're going to finish with uh, something that will hopefully ease White Sox fans. I know you and I could probably both use it, but a lot of Willis with Core special fans and White Sox fans out there today are wondering, can this team still be a contender come playoff time? I mean, there's a lot of games left, but it's June. You know, each game's coming by. You know, your, your season's ticking by and. I do respect a lot of analysts out there that give their point about where the White Sox window is. You know, everyone's going to have their own number about it. But I think this will go on for many more years than 
just the next two or so the way people expect, just the way his team's set, um, you know, moving forward. Even in the minors, guys are going to come up. And a lot of these guys are young and under control for a long enough time. And I think, though, that as I was saying, that the sky's the limit still for this White Sox team. But we need to ease fans here, Tom. So uh, in a way to ease uh, White Sox fans' concerns and waving the red flag and getting ready for next year already, how do you think the rest of the season can go from this point? You know, maybe let's say there's still a lot left. So let's say how do you think it will go up to uh, trade deadline in July next month? I would say we're not throwing any flag up right now because, like we said, Lance Lane is coming back on Tuesday. And you forgot last year how much of a spark and the energy that he brings to the dugout and when he's on the field and when he's pitching, it's insane how much energy he brings. And then Eloy will be back. You know, everyone loves the energy he brings to the dugout. And I was talking to Nick Landy, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Everyone's concerned about it, but last year, you know, who made a late season run? The Atlanta Braves. What happened to them? They won the World Series. So I'm not guaranteeing a World Series right now. I'm just saying we got a lot of energy that's just pent up and it's about to be unleashed I'll come Tuesday when Lance Lynn come, finally comes back. And then, like I said earlier, second half of the season if you run through it it's all divisional games and we should be you know running through our division to maintain first place but here we are at third um so i gotta say remain hopeful you know lance will come back kopech's gonna be fine eloy's gonna come back you know by that time all-star break everyone's gonna be healthy and gonna be ready to make a run too early to yeah. the flag you know no, I completely agree, and uh, the last few words I'm going to leave you with, and we'll support special fans, I say it a lot in the game of baseball on this show and sports, expect the unexpected. Tom Pappas, always a pleasure having you on the show. You've always done a real good job, and uh, we definitely have to have you on again soon, maybe when all these players are healthy, and uh, hopefully we're not talking about another Tony 1-2 and two intentional walk. I think that would definitely be something a lot of fans are hoping does not happen again. Yeah, let's be in a better situation next time where I'm on here. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Host Will Farrell with you here on Episode 66. Real great interview we had there with Tom talking Chicago White Sox baseball. And I think it's too soon to, you know, as Tom and I talked about, it's really too soon to pump the brakes already on the season. If you're a White Sox fan, it's just about being positive. You know, as we mentioned, Lance Lynn's coming in back Tuesday. Kopech's injury doesn't look too serious, and, you know, you're getting Eloy back soon, and once those bats get going a little more, I mean, Grandal's gotten it going, luckily his injury's day-to-day for the fortunate side of the White Sox, uh, no injury's good, but if it's not as serious, that's always a pretty good sign, so I think good things are ahead for the White Sox, I mean, if we look at last year, as we talked about as well, you know, they pretty much faced a lot of the adversity they're facing right now in the season later in the season last year so that's hopefully going to be good signs for chicago now the favorite ending segment of the show everyone enjoys it's will's sports movie moment we all have our favorite moments not just in sports we watch but in our own favorite sports movies this segment gives myself my guest hosts and our listeners at home a chance to pick their favorite moment from their favorite sports movie and compare it to modern day sports listeners can hop onto the podcast facebook profile and twitter page both at william d farrell and post their own sports movie moment favorite for a chance to have it read on future Will's fifth quarter special episodes. So mine really fits the team the White Sox are playing today, and it's the movie The Rookie. 
Um, really done well by Disney years ago. Uh, still very popular. Stars Dennis Quaid as Jimmy Morris. This is based on a true story. And he's, as a kid, someone that loves to play, loves the game of baseball, has a love for the game, um, as much as fans do. Uh, but players even have, you know, as some people don't notice with athletes, even just as much love as the fans, if not more. You know, that's why they're playing the game. And the scene I'm picking, he gets a second chance in the game. You know, he's a teacher at the time, and then he goes back into baseball. You know, after his pitching injury, he could throw way better than he did before, almost 100 miles an hour, which is really good for a reliever at that time. So he gets, you know, into AAA uh, with Tampa Bay, uh, the Durham Bulls, and his manager calls him in. And his favorite, you know, teammate on that team, Brooks, gets called up to the big league club, uh, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They were at the time before they are now Tampa Bay Rays. And the manager looks at him. He says, "Oh, you're going too." And you know, you, you see Jimmy Morris's reaction, and it, it's a mixture because he's always dreamt of this since he was a kid. He got the second chance, and now he's able to go up. And he asks, "You know, where are they?" And he's like, "Oh, big league club's on the road." In Texas. So just the way he said that, he gets to play his first major league appearance in front of his home crowd. You know, all those players he coached, his family, his friends, um, his daddy was never real impressed. So I, I think that scene really compares to the White Sox right now. And, you know, I, I think that scene from the rookie, you know, compares really well, you know, with the White Sox, like I mentioned. Jimmy Morris, um, character style really fits, you know, what the White Sox players are trying to do, play through the injuries their team's facing, facing the adversity, and just trying to play the best baseball they can. They need to start winning more games, hopefully, um, you know, with all these players coming back soon. So if you haven't seen the movie The Rookie, it's out on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, it should, shouldn't be a hard DVD to find either. Uh, definitely go check that out. So that is my Will's Sports Movie Moment choice for episode 66. That is all the time we have in episode 66 of Will's fifth quarter special. Tune in next time as we continue to cover all things Chicago Sky as they start early on in their year so far. Um, off to a decent start. Uh, covering baseball regular season coverage for the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox. The Chicago Bears getting ready for training camp in the offseason. We'll cover all things in their offseason that continues to unfold. The Chicago Bulls beginning their offseason. Drafts not too far away. We'll have all your draft coverage and all Bulls offseason coverage as that unfolds as well. We'll always continue to cover the Redbirds sports update as we always do on every other episode with the sports on the campus of the Illinois State University Redbird Athletics. I want to thank our guest Tom Pappas for joining the show once again. Tom did a real good job. Thank you for coming on. We hope to have you on again soon. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, you turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Farrell, along with our guest, Tom Pappas, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials on our new website at willsfifthquarterspecial.com. Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports. Head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow and share it with us with the hashtag Will's Fifth Quarter Special. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter. The fifth quarter never stops here at Will's Fifth Quarter Special.